Hello everyone and welcome to the podcast Take Care. Today's episode is going to be about relationships and I feel that the most important relationship a person can have is a relationship with themselves. A lot of us tend to focus our relationships on other people being a relationship with a parent or a sibling or even a lover but we don't tend to the relationship between us and ourselves. It kind of reminds me of a time where maybe I was in middle school and in the beginning when you had a new year and a new class the teacher would drop off a sheet of paper to each student and on that paper it would have a series of questions questions like what are your hobbies or what makes you unique and some students could just roll with the punches and fill out the questionnaire and be done with it and other students kind of struggled well what makes me unique and what hobbies do I have and sometimes they would end up having to take that paper home and asking a relative or a sibling or even a friend, hey, what makes me unique? Hey, what would be three of my hobbies? So lost, you know, because you don't know yourself. And I was definitely one of those students. It's like, you know so much about everyone else around you, from family to friends. But then when it comes to yourself, you're just stumped. And I think that's an issue with a lot of people in, in this day and age. And is that's that we don't know about ourselves. We know what we're supposed to like. We know what society wants us to like and wants us to be like and wants us to dress like, but we don't really know what we like. I just feel that if we take time to get to know ourselves and better the relationship that we have with ourselves, then every other relationship in our life will get better or will become easier. So with this particular episode, I would like to try to see if we can get to know what your imagination is like or what goes on inside of your heart and so with this episode I'd like to try an exercise so be sure to be quiet if you can and go ahead and lay down it doesn't have to be on the bed it could be on the floor just somewhere nice and clean And when you lay down, have your arms lying beside of you and your palms facing up. You can have your legs kind of parted wherever they feel comfortable. And just kind of let your body sink into the surface that you're laying on. 
go ahead and take a nice deep breath. Allow yourself to just hear my voice and be present in the stillness around you. If you haven't already, go ahead and close your eyes and continue to take nice deep breaths. With every breath, let your body relax that much deeper. Using your own imagination, paint a picture of you scanning your body from the top of your head all the way down to the tips of your toes. As you're scanning your body, try to find places where you're still tense. Maybe you're still holding tension in your neck, maybe your lower back, maybe even your legs. As you go from the top of your body all the way down, be sure that every muscle group is completely relaxed and any tension that you may have, let it go. Go ahead and take one more deep breath. And I want you to imagine that you're sitting up and you can feel wood underneath you and before you is a nice large sea as you're sitting on this pier looking out at the sea try to listen to the waves feeling the breeze perhaps smelling the salt water in the air. And while you are seeing this ocean, tap into how you may feel. Do you feel safe? Do you feel relaxed? Are you a little uncomfortable? Maybe distraught? What does your ocean or sea look like, sound like, and how does it make you feel? As you are looking at the sea, you hear a noise above your head look up to see a flock of seagulls flying in the skies, some landing on the pier, going about their day, 
How do these seagulls make you feel? Are you disturbed by them? Maybe annoyed? Or are you completely calm around them as if they weren't there at all? Remember this moment and remember how you feel. Now imagine yourself stand up and turn around. You walk down the pier and see a meadow, a meadow of grass and wildflowers. And in this meadow are horses, wild horses. As you are seeing these horses, what are they doing? Are they running wildly around? Maybe they're still and just grazing calmly. Do you feel like you want to approach the horses? Or do you want to just sit back and watch them? Remember how you feel right now with the horses around. Now the horses are done with the metal and they are moving on. The seagulls are also moving on and now it's just you in a quiet meadow. Beyond this meadow is a forest, an entrance to a very large forest. Go ahead and make your way through the meadow to the forest. Perhaps you can feel the grass beneath your feet as you make your way to the entrance of the forest. You are now at the entrance of the forest. What does it look like? Are there many trees perfectly uniformed? Or is it more wild? see a path through this forest or are there no paths at all how does this forest make you feel are you nervous scared to enter it are you curious and ready to go Remember this moment and how you feel about this forest. Now you're going to make your way into the forest. 
taking your time, walking through, seeing all the trees, maybe some moss along them, perhaps some pine cones and acorns are around. Perhaps it is daytime and you can see some of the sunlight come through the leaves and the trees. Or maybe it's nighttime and you can hear an owl in the distance in a cool night breeze. Continue to make your way through the forest. As you walk through the forest, you find that the trees are getting scarcer. The grass is starting to become scarce. And before you know it, you've wandered into a sandy desert. And all you can see is sand and dunes for miles and miles and miles. Continue to walk through the desert. When you turn to look behind you, all you see is desert. The forest you are in is nowhere to be found. As you continue to make your way through the desert, you see a giant stone wall. It may be difficult to climb over it as it is very tall and there's no place to put your feet or hands to climb it. But you do notice a small hole in the wall. You lean forward and you look through the hole in the wall and you see a beautiful oasis. You can see a calm lake and palm trees around it. What are you going to do? Do you want to get to this oasis? Or do you merely believe it's a mirage and just keep walking? Seeing that there is no way to get through this wall you continue to walk as you walk alongside the wall you see something in the distance not far from you and it looks like a bowl of fresh water 
as now you've been in this desert for a few hours. It's nice to see this bowl of water. What will you do with this bowl of water? Will you drink it? Will you carry it? Do you not trust this water that seems to have sprung up out of nowhere in this desert? Do you simply leave it? What do you do with this bowl of water in the middle of a desert? Whatever your decision is, you do it and you continue to walk. As you walk through this desert, you can see in the distance ahead green, green trees. Is it of another forest? Or is it the same one? You're unsure, but you move toward it, making your way to the entrance. And once you get to the entrance of the forest, you go through. It is the evening time. The sun is not out, but the moon is. And you realize that in this dark forest, you're lost. As you wander through this forest, using a little bit of the moonlight that you have, you see something shining off in the distance. You move closer to that light. And the light is from a cabin in the middle of these woods. You can see the light from inside of the cabin through a window. It looks warm like candlelight or perhaps it's a fireplace. What will you do now that you've stumbled upon this cabin? Will you enter the cabin? Maybe knock at the door? Or do you distrust who might be in the cabin? and simply not go in. Whatever you decide to do, whether you would like to go into the cabin or you would like to not go into the cabin, you decide to not go into the cabin 
and you continue on into the forest, leaving the cabin behind, making your way deeper into the forest until you no longer see the light of the cabin behind you, only the light of the moon. And as you move forward into this forest, it becomes a little cloudy, misty, foggy. How do you feel about the fog? Is it nice and refreshing around your skin and face? Or does it concern you, making you feel panicked? How do you feel about the fog? Now the fog is all around you and it's turning darker and darker and blacker and blacker until all you see is darkness around you. But it's okay. You are safe. You are calm. You are in the present. And you can now open your eyes. The exercise is all done. This particular exercise was a psychological story test and I'm going to go through some of the interpretation and perhaps you'll see a little bit more about who you are as a person or where you're at in life right now just by the way your story went throughout this exercise If you want to, you can continue to lay down or you can sit up. You can keep your eyes closed or you can keep them open. But let's remember in the very beginning when you were on the pier looking out into the sea, do you remember how the ocean made you feel? Well, that feeling is your attitude towards life or perhaps your current emotions right now. If the ocean or sea made you feel anxious or stressed or maybe unsafe, then that is your current outlook on life or your current emotions. If it made you feel calm or relaxed, then that is still your attitude toward life or what you're currently feeling. When it came to the seagulls in the sky, do you remember how they made you feel? Well, those seagulls and how they make, made you feel or how you feel about women. So if they were maybe making too much noise or making you feel uncomfortable, then that is how women make you feel in general. 
if they really didn't make you feel anything or you wanted to chase them, then again, that is your attitude toward women. When you turned around and looked into the meadow to see the horses, do you remember how you felt? Well, those horses are how you feel towards men. If you wanted to get close to them, then that is how you feel about men. And if you wanted them not to notice you, then again, that is how you feel about men. If you wanted to jump on one and ride one, then that is how you feel about men. That you're unafraid of them. That you are okay with them being around. So however you felt about the horses, that's how you feel about men. When it came time to go into the entrance of the forest, do you remember how the forest made you feel? However you felt during your walk in front of the forest before you entered it is the way you feel about your family. If it was intimidating, big or looming, then perhaps your family is a little bit intimidating to you or overwhelming. But if you were curious about it and eager to go in, then perhaps you are very comfortable and comforted by your family, willing to be embraced by them. When it came time to get into the desert and you came up against the great wall with a hole in it and you saw the oasis through the hole, do you remember what you did? Did you try to find a way to get to that oasis? Did you shrug your shoulders and say, there's no way I can get there? Did you not believe it at all? Were you denial in denial that the oasis was even there? Well, according to what you did, that is how you solve your problems. If you tried desperately to get around the wall to get through to the oasis, then you tried desperately to solve your problems. If you simply did nothing, then you give up on your issues. And if you didn't believe that the oasis was there, then you simply deny your problems. And do you remember the jug of water? Or rather a bowl of water in the desert? Did you drink it? If you did, did you drink it quickly or were you calm about it? Did you decide to carry the bowl of water with you or did you distrust it and simply leave it there? Well, that bowl or jug of water is how you are when it comes to selecting a partner even how you feel in your sexual side. 
So if you drank the water and you guzzled it down, then you may be a little bit um, desperate for a partner or not too choosy about the partner. You may really want to engage in sexual acts. Or if you decide to carry it with you, then you may want to have a partner close to you. Maybe you're not too certain about the partner, but you would like to get to know them. So you would like to kind of carry on a relationship as you would carry on the water. Or if you left the bowl altogether, then you may not really have a sexual appetite. Or maybe you're just not looking for a partner at all. when you got back into the woods in the evening time and saw a cabin in the middle of the woods, what did you want to do? Did you want to go to that cabin, maybe knock on the door? Did you want to just bombard the door, run right in just to get to the light, just to be out of the forest and out of the darkness? Or did you want nothing to do with the cabin at all? Well, whatever your want was, that is your readiness for marriage. If you wanted to rush in, then you may be too eager to get married. Or if you wanted to knock on the door, it may be an option for you. And if you simply wanted nothing to do with the cabin at all, then marriage may not be on your mind. And lastly, when it comes to the fog, when the fog came in the forest, do you remember how it made you feel? Did you feel calm or were you a bit nervous? Well, that is your view on death. So if you feel nervous, then the idea of death makes you nervous. And if you didn't feel nervous, whatever you felt, then that is how you feel about death. So this was a nice little psychological storytelling, if you will. And I find that these things help to figure out who you are in your state of mind in the present. There are so many of these psychological stories that you can find online. So if you'd like to learn a little bit more about yourself, then by all means, take a look online and try to do some psychological tests and stories. And if this is something that you enjoyed from my podcast, then certainly leave me a message and let me know. And I can try to incorporate more of these psychological storytellings in more of the podcast. But in the meantime... I'm hoping that this particular episode helps you look a little bit more deeply into who you are. And I hope that you do take time to figure out what you like and what you don't like, not just what you think is acceptable to like or not like by family, friends, or society, but really take the time to get to know who you are and understand that there is no one in this world like you. And you should be very happy to be so unique and so special. 
So in the meantime, I want you all to relax, love yourselves, and take care.